Brooks & Davis Real Estate Firm, LLC, offers more value than any other good full-service real estate brokerage firm when it comes to the sale of your home. We offer at least 27 things that contribute to your home selling in the least amount of time at the highest price. To receive our free home selling pamphlet, email us at info at brooksanddavis.com or call 713-665-8329. We also assist people who want to purchase homes or who are interested in getting their real estate license. Visit us at www.brooksanddavis.com. Are you an inspiring entrepreneur? Or maybe you're an entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level. My name is Larry W. Brooks, and I am the author of Empowering Quotes for the Entrepreneur in You and the Entrepreneur Code. In these two books, I guarantee you there's success secrets that will take your business to the next level. I personally invite you to visit LarryWBrooks.com. Go under the books link and purchase your signed personal copy from myself. You have a great day and have an awesome 2020. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. I'm your host, Rick Davis. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I urge you to do so at Prime Real Estate Rick. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in residential or commercial real estate anywhere in the great state of Texas, but especially here in our lovely city of Houston, I urge you to reach out to me directly on Instagram at Prime Real Estate Rick. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you this afternoon, just like it is every Thursday afternoon here on the Prime Real Estate Network. First thing first, I want to give a huge thank you to everyone who watches the Prime Real Estate Network on our YouTube channel. If you haven't had an opportunity, you can visit our YouTube channel by searching for the Prime Real Estate Network. Likes, share, and subscribe helps us in the algorithm, man, and we're trying to do everything we can to get this information and this knowledge out to as many people as possible. Man, it's a great big shout out to everyone over at Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. If you're a new real estate professional, an aspiring real estate professional, or currently studying towards your license, and you want to learn more about the Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm family, please visit our website at brooksanddavis.com. You know, normally, this is the time of the show where I introduce my co-host, the Texas Real Estate King, Mr. Larry W. Brooks. But he's out on assignment this week, so I'll be hosting the show solo for the first time and i hope everybody in the audience is as excited as i am because this week i have a very dynamic guest not only is she a highly successful practicing lawyer here in the city of houston she's a highly successful multi-time author entrepreneur and most importantly a proud graduate of Dwight D. Eisenhower High School here in Houston, Texas. Without any further ado, and I want to thank her for sitting in with us this week, I'd like to introduce this week's guest, Miss Fallon R. Hamilton Esquire. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, look, I thank you so much for carving some time out of your busy schedule on a Thursday because I know how it is leading into the weekend, especially with your legal practice. So first for our audience, please just introduce yourself your legal practices and all the services that you provide the public. Okay, my name is Fallon Hamilton and I am from the north side of Houston, Texas. Represent, since represent. Since we're representing our, our hoods today. We have to. Yes, born and raised. I am a staff attorney. I work at one of the largest free service providers of civil legal services 
for low-income individuals in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, I mainly do record clearing. I help people get reestablished after they have had bouts with the criminal justice system. Right. I love the work that I do, and it lets me have an opportunity to see great things out of people who may have not had the chance to do great things. No, the things that you guys are doing over there are so invaluable because, especially from a legal perspective, they always tell you ignorance of the law is no excuse. So how fulfilling is it for you to help people that without your services and knowledge may have had no idea about their rights, mm-hmm. responsibilities, and privileges living here in the U.S.? So it is of the utmost importance to make sure that everybody has equal access to justice. Wow. Right. <laughs> for me, especially being from Houston, right. especially being from Acres Homes, I right. have seen so many people have trouble with the law and just not know that they may have ended up on the other side had they had help. Mm -hmm. So I absolutely love the work that I do. I get to make change. I get to see people truly be happy, truly be genuine to get a second chance. And it's just so important because being poor should not be an obstacle to being successful in this country. And so, and and this is just for the members of our audience because I'm sure there's people who's gonna hear the sound of your voice, have an opportunity to check us out on YouTube who think that their particular situation is so dire mm-hmm. that there's no one who can help them. So just generally speaking, what are some of some of the cases that people come to you with help or needing help with? So we have so many different units at my job where we can help people with family law issues. We can help people with evictions. We help people who have needs for record clearing, who have oh, wow. been served with a credit card lawsuit. It's just a, a wide range of services that we provide that a lot of times get forgotten. Um, it's a lot of stuff that happens out here in the city and if you can't afford an attorney i mean you're kind of voiceless so we're out here kind of being that voice providing that opportunity for everyone to have their day have their voice heard have their situation be taken serious and one of the things i was um so impressed with when i was studying you leading into this interview was the amount of energy and passion you devote towards your um public service initiatives, Mm -hmm. your philanthropic activities. With you being so close to the people, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better phrase, how often do people you're working with clients and you find out they come and tell you so much of their personal things? And How is it that you can keep that bottled up and not necessarily take that home with you where you can still not necessarily get so caught up in what's Mm -hmm. going on that you can still give them level-headed advice? I'll be honest, practicing law during the pandemic has been difficult because we've been remote. Right. It's hard to have that separation of work from home, but people are still having problems. Right. So I've had to really dedicate a lot of time to self-care. I've had to literally set timers in my phone and say, okay, I'm giving myself until five o'clock. I'm turning it off and now I'm going to focus on this. Um, It's easy to get overwhelmed when you feel like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. I can only assume, right? Because people are coming to you at some of the most dire times of Mm -hmm. their life. They're feeling like they don't have option. They don't have hope. So the self-care, and it's really interesting that you bring that up. Is that something that you've always been cognizant of or making sure you focused on as far as your personal wellness or is there books that you've read or is it part of your therapy as a writer and mm-hmm. an author like how does all of that coincide so i feel like i had to have an awakening of sorts um, <laughs> law school is very rigorous um mm-hmm. there were times where i didn't even want to read for pleasure now i'll read books just to be reading books but then it was right. like i'm studying so much i'm doing so much 
I'm not having time for myself that it was just I couldn't move forward without taking the reins on my own life and my own free time. So mm-hmm. I, I had to like dig deeper and find things that were going to give me that balance. So right. any profession, real estate, whatever, anybody that's out there having to interact with people, you're exchanging energy, you're right. shaking hands, you're making deals, like you're helping people and you're having to deal with people who may be having a bad time or you're, oh, I can't get you qualified or I can't get you this house. You get the disappointment. So you bring some of that with you. You have to feed into yourself before you can like feed into anybody else in, in any occupation. So it was of the utmost importance for me to learn how to take care of Fallon and pour into Fallon so she could be fully available to Absolutely. lend myself to service. You know, um, I want to talk a little bit about your other passion, and that's your um, artistic endeavors, your mm-hmm. writing, your authoring, your publishing. And um, at the risk of putting you in a position where you have to toot your own horn, but I was really impressed with how popular and successful your writings have been. So for our audience who have not had an opportunity or the pleasure of mm-hmm. checking out either of your books, could you just introduce some of your books? and? how they could go about finding them and how successful they've been online. Yeah, so in 2018, I took it upon myself to search for an outlet, per se. So I went to a writing conference in North Carolina where they were just hosting it, just casual, like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, okay, I'll take these writings that I have, these poems up there with me to just kind of see what happens. I showed it to them and they were like, oh my God, you need to put this out here. Like people will be able to resonate with it. It'll be something that, you know, taps into the vulnerability and shows the other side. Like we always kind of go with that super black woman trope. I'm strong, like I can't cry, I can't do all these things. Poetry was kind of my outlet. So I wrote an ode, um, which is a collection of poetry. It came out in 2018, as Mm -hmm. I mentioned, um, released on Amazon. and I was just blessed. It became a bestseller for several, several, several weeks. Um, people were able to relate to it. People were able to see that, hey, you're an attorney. You're strong. You have ups and downs. Like, you're a yeah. real person. I think just the transparency and the ability to share your vulnerability, like, use it as a strength, mm-hmm. that is what pretty much propelled me to success. Um, and I've been able to just kind of ride that momentum and contribute my words to other endeavors and other projects. And it's been cool. It's been a good, just positive feeling being able to know that your words are making a difference. And you mentioned a little bit about the importance of work-life balance for you. But I wanted to follow up because with your uh, flourishing writing career and all the stress that comes with what you do professionally as a lawyer, Mm -hmm. how have you been able to balance that? And did the writing add or in any way pile on to some of the stress or pressure that you already were feeling from what you've done on a regular basis as a lawyer? I really use writing as an outlet. So for me, if I have stress or if I have too much on my mind, I can easily pick up a pen and paper or pick up my phone and just jot down things in the notes. So Mm -hmm. it's been, I guess, a way to ease the stress of a rigorous occupation. So I can write, I can get stuff off my chest and just be able to have an outlet of sorts like a diary Mm -hmm. and just transmute it into something that can be profitable, something that can entertain people. As far as your um, your poetry, what type of feedback are you getting from those who have opportunity to purchase your poetry book or just read your poems? What Mm -hmm. type of thing? Because I know it's always um, it's different because as a creator, you never really can 
have a true idea of how the public is mm -hmm. going to react to your creation. So what type of feedback have you been getting from those in the community that had a chance really, to check out your Really, people have just enjoyed just the rawness. Um, ah. I've been told that I have an ability to say with words feelings that people oftentimes struggle to be able to describe. Oh, wow. I'm like, I'm, I feel like just being able to verbalize sadness or verbalize doubt or verbalize guilt in just a manner that it, it resonates. I feel like mm. I'm kind of like a rap artist, <laughs> like bars and just right. lyrically putting these things out there. Um, and that's been the most positive feedback, just different people telling me that they can relate to what I'm saying and that it makes them feel okay to be going through whatever. You know, um, and this is the thing, it's funny because me and you had a chance to talk before we started recording about uh, people kind of prejudging Mm -hmm. others behind their occupation or what they do and trying not to be put into boxes so mm -hmm. in your life as a lawyer how surprised are people when you tell them that you're a published author and that you create poetry and on the other side the flip side of that same coin is how surprised are the people in the poetry community that you're actually a practicing lawyer so most people are very surprised, I'll say. Typically, as an attorney, you kind of have this stereotype that's, oh, you're tough, you don't cry, you don't show <laughs> right, any exactly. weakness, you're argumentative. That's not me at all. Like, I can get down in a courtroom, yes, mm -hmm. I'm an advocate for my clients, but when it comes to my personal life, I don't want to argue every day. I don't want to be combative. I want to be able to be soft. I want to be able to, like, soften myself where I can just express my feelings. So... People are usually like, oh, my God, I thought attorneys were mean. Or, oh, my God, I thought you would be argumentative. No, I, I can be colorful. I can be pretty. I can show language that is flowery. Everything is not a big word or right. pronounce with your chest stuck out. Like, I can have that duality. And I, I love just being able to shock people with it. Like, oh, my God, you're showing that side of yourself. You know, the thing that's um, always so inspiring about me having the privilege of hosting this particular program is that every week on Thursdays, I have an opportunity to meet like-minded entrepreneurs who are not only talented, but also ambitious. Mm -hmm. So what would you attribute that ambition that you have to be able to burn the wick of the candle at both ends, to have two flourishing careers simultaneously? What would you attribute that ambition to because that's something that a lot of times separates mm -hmm. those that are successful from those who just get by. I think just the will to want to be successful was embedded in me. Growing up in Acres Homes, you see a lot of stuff, you see a lot of examples of the other side of that token. Mm -hmm. So my parents were very adamant about feeding positive into me. Like my daddy was asking me about my grades every day. My mom was telling me I could do whatever every day. Like mm -hmm. just having people behind me, a support system that actually wanted me to win and to see me win, that was probably the, the main, main thing that was able to propel me to be successful and to strive for whatever I wanted to do and know that I could actually do it. You know, and it's so impressive because we always know that a strong family unit is a key mm -hmm. to ensuring that our children are put in the best possible position to flourish. But to hear someone like you attribute so much of that positive energy to your parents, mm -hmm. I think, serves as a great example for all the parents that are out there now to get involved 
ask your kids those simple questions like do you have homework today because yes. what it sounds that you're sounds like you're describing is that those type of small things on a consistent basis laid an important groundwork for you to value education yes um just showing interest <laughs> i was right, in the library gentlemen. every weekend right. I, my parents were taking me to the library they were yeah, absolutely feeding into these things that i enjoyed they knew i liked to read so okay we're gonna make books available exactly you know you like to write so we're gonna buy you this journal we're gonna buy you this diary like showing interest and just if you see a talent in your child really lighting the fire under them not in like a oh you got to be the best or whatever but just oh you like doing this oh let's go take you here so you can absolutely. see it firsthand I want to thank you so much because your candor and transparency is something that I'm sure our audience can truly appreciate. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsor, but when we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit about your life before law school, before yeah. entrepreneurship, and what inspires and motivates you on a regular basis, if you don't mind. Sounds good. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. We're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsors, but we will be right back. I'm serial entrepreneur Larry W. Brooks, and I'd like to personally invite you to take a closer look at the Pure Hustle clothing brand, along with several books that I've authored to take entrepreneurs, small business owners to the next level of their business. So please take a look at shoplwb.com, how do you survive? Three years ago, I set out on a mission to create the blueprint for how we could go into our own neighborhoods, buy blocks, renovate them, and combat the negative effects of gentrification. Today, that vision is reality. Our project is located in the heart of the historic Lions Avenue Business District in Fifth Ward of Houston. Lions Avenue was once a thriving black business district with businesses and commerce. However, after desegregation, that all changed. Now, we are recreating that legacy. These buildings are 100 years old. We just gave them a new life. This house was built in 1925 and was vacant for years. It's now a podcast studio and is rented out as an event space for everything from engagement parties to TV commercials, music videos. City council even had meetings here. We've had birthday parties. We've had baby showers and the five to $10,000 a month generated in this building. At Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, we pride ourselves every month in having tons of events. So take a look at this calendar. If you see something you want to be a part of, you see an opportunity to come out and network with realtors, partners, and affiliates of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, we cordially invite you and I'll see you at these events. Welcome back to the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. I'm your host, Rick Davis. If you don't follow me on Instagram, feel free to do so at Prime Real Estate Rick. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in residential or commercial real estate anywhere in the great state of Texas, but especially here in our lovely city of Houston, you can reach me directly on Instagram at Prime Real Estate Rick. Big shout out to everybody in the audience who's tuned in, man. If you just tuned into the Prime Real Estate Network podcast, you've missed out. Be sure to watch the full episode when it debuts this Sunday at 6 p.m. Central Time on the Prime Real Estate Network YouTube channel. I want to introduce this week's guest. Man, she is a proud alumni of Dwight D. Eisenhower High School here in Houston, Texas. She is a practicing lawyer, a multi-time author, who is also an Amazon best-selling author as well. I'm super excited. I'm sure you can tell. And I want to thank her for sitting in with us. Let's introduce to the Prime Real Estate Network audience my guest this week, Ms. Fallon R. Hamilton. How are you doing? I'm doing great. 
Look, I'm trying not to be just super duper excited out here, man. I'm, it's just that it's great to have um, someone who has experienced the same things that I've experienced from an educational perspective. Yes. Who um, we shared some stories before we started recording, and it's really cool to um, be around someone who can, um, uh, that can understand the importance and the value of not only the education that we received at Eisenhower, but mm -hmm. the teachers and administration the fellow students, the fellow graduates, and how we've always supported each other, yes. even after you graduate. So um, I'm sure it's going to be a lot of Ike alumni be like, ah, oh, Fallon was on there with Rick today. So thank you so much again for sitting in. Um, in our first segment, we talked a lot about your legal practice and your um, writing career. But I think everyone in our audience would be best served getting an idea about Ms. Hamilton before the lights before law school, before entrepreneurship, because I'm hoping that we can motivate and inspire mm -hmm. someone in our audience that's sitting in a chair that you might have sat in maybe 10, 15 years ago, and you're just looking for just that little spark or that little push to get them off the sideline and into the game. So if you could think back on your childhood, Ms. Hamilton, is there a member of your close personal circle, family member, friend that may have been a business owner or an entrepreneur that could serve as an example or a guiding light for you from the time you were young? Oh, yes. So my daddy owned his own business pretty much my whole life. Um, uh, before he passed away, mm -hmm. he had all these contracts over the city. I got to see him willing, dealing. Uh, I got to see him being the boss um, and just seeing someone take control of their own destiny like that. It really spoke into me as a child. Um, it was just super cool to be like, oh, you're the boss. Like, okay, who do you work mm -hmm. for? You're the boss. You're the boss. Like, mm -hmm. that right there is amazing. I think entrepreneurship and just letting people know that there are different avenues mm -hmm. to be successful is so important. So and the reason I um, have to ask you that question, I thank you so much for sharing, is because when you're actually in college and, you know, there's, you're studying and you choose a major and you're working towards graduation, Having someone like your father as a confidant, as an example, as an inspiration, how did that, as far as exposing you to your options, mm -hmm. as far as where your career could go or what your professional options would be after graduation, how did that help you? So I think for my parents, success was the only option. Um, they kind of set it up for me, like to be successful, you either gonna have your own business, mm -hmm. you're gonna be a teacher, you're gonna be a doctor or you're gonna be a lawyer. Like mm -hmm. those were the pinnacles of success. Mm -hmm. um, holding people accountable. They held me accountable for my grades, my activities, like everything that I did, I had to do it to the best of my ability. Um, just taking an interest and like having your parents push you like that, mm -hmm. it makes a world of difference. Um, and just Eisenhower, I feel like even our high school fed so deeply into us. I still have teachers that I'm friends with on Facebook. Yeah. I have people who have seen me go from quiet, goody-goody in ninth grade mm -hmm. to like now and just are amazed to see, oh, my God, you're talking, you're doing all these things. Like just having people believe in you and just mm -hmm. really feed into you is so important for just everybody, right. not even kids, but even us, even at our age, we want people to speak life into us. We exactly. want people to like feed us with goodness and positive energy. So just all of those things make such a major difference. And I gotta ask because, um, you know, there's so many um, books 
and training and seminars for people to sign up for to teach you how to be successful, mm -hmm. how to be highly motivated. What are you reading or is there something that you listen to on a regular basis? What gets you up every day because you've already been so highly successful? But what is it that keeps your ambition trained on the tracks and keeps Miss Hamilton always reaching for that next goal? I feel like iron really sharpens iron. So my circle, everybody that I'm around is going to be talking about something positive. We're all big up in each other. Not, yes. It's never a competition. Yes. It's always like, okay, well, you had a trial yesterday. You won. You did this. Okay. We the team now. Like the mm -hmm. team win. Everybody wins. So those are the types of things that motivate me. Having people who or want to see you win, having people around who are not going to waste time being negative, who are going to use quality time to have a good time. Mm -hmm. Like your clique shouldn't be sitting up gossiping about what everybody else is doing because exactly. that's, that's a, nobody is speaking life into any situation on that. Like you got to really be conscious of the people that you spend time with. And for me, like that's a big motivator. Like that's a big, keep it going. Right. I don't want my people to be like, Oh, she's slipping. What's wrong? Like, I want to always have that mentality that the whole team is going to win and that, that keeps me going. And I know, and, and this is a question that we ask um, our guests every week. And as a proud Eisenhower Eagle and a proud Southern University Jaguar, what type of advice will you give, would you give if you could speak to a young lady that's sitting in that same chair you might have sat in in the 12th grade or sitting in that same chair you sat in in Baton Rouge mm -hmm. as a graduating senior? What tidbit could you give them about either ambition or sacrifice that you think could help lead to their success in the future? I think the main thing is to focus on your own journey. Anytime you get caught up in what somebody else is doing or, oh, how, that's such people, a gym. There yeah, you go. or how people are perceiving you, right. that's when you mess up. Don't be afraid of your weirdness. Don't be afraid of your quirkiness. Don't be afraid because, oh, you want to stay in your dorm and read when mm -hmm. everybody's going out. Like, don't let what other people are doing influence who you are. Walking in, in your authentic self, your authentic footstep is mm -hmm. going to take you furthest in life. You are not going to be successful off of somebody else's dream. Right. Somebody else's path is not going to lead you to your own destiny. Like, you have to focus on your own path. I know it's easier said than done. Right. You want to fit in. Those are vulnerable years where the flock seems more important, mm -hmm. but if you are really gonna be focused on a successful life, pay attention to your own goals, pay attention to your own interests, pay attention to the things that make you unique. Right. And that's gonna be what's gonna take you to the final. And you know, um, and I urge everyone in the audience, if you are a real estate professional, if you're an entrepreneur and you are in need, in, in need of legal advice or legal services, please reach out to Ms. Hamilton immediately she can be reached online you can reach her on instagram you can reach her on facebook you can go to their website my final question for you miss fallon and this is something that um i didn't plan to ask you but now the conversation has been so great i want to make sure i ask you this for the audience mm -hmm. when you were applying for law school was there any anxiety were there any um lack of confidence that you could hack it at that level? And if so, how did you get past that for everybody who's graduating and, and is on that teeter-totter of making a law school decision? Mm -hmm. Even now, there are only 5% of black attorneys in the country, and that the numbers are staggering. There's so few of us that 
you don't really have too many mentors at an early age. You don't yeah. have too many people that you can look at outside of on a TV show. So, yes, I was definitely intimidated. I was at an HBCU. You hear rumors like, oh, they're not going to take you serious. Your test-taking skills. No, none of that stuff is true. Thank um, you. You can go to TSU. You can go to Southern. You can go wherever and be the most successful version of you you can possible. Mm -hmm. um, so if you are having any apprehension, just know that you're trying to enter into a profession that everybody, more than likely, 10 times out of 10, they're not going to look like you. Mm -hmm. They're not going to come from your background. They may not come from your neighborhood. But the one thing about it is you're going to take that same bar exam and you're going to have that same opportunity. Right. Everybody's going to be able to eat what they cook. And that's just kind of how you got to roll with it. And I thank you so much because I just had to sneak that last question in because I think that tidbit, that gem you just dropped is going to inspire someone in our audience and I want to thank you so much for sharing because one thing that I've come to realize is the impact that positive role models have yes. on a community so I want to thank you for not only what you do but also serving as a positive role model thank you so before we sign off this week please Miss Fallon share with the audience how they can contact you schedule a consultation or get involved yes so I the easiest place to reach me is on Instagram and that's at notorious underscore foul my website is www.frnahamilton.com send me a contact an email whatever and I'm pretty receptive just like you said mentorship mm -hmm. is extremely important to me so if you need advice on anything if it's navigating HBCU life if it's getting into law school if it's being an author I'm available reach me for any of that Hey, and I'm going to have to ask you this, too, publicly, and I know I'm putting you on the spot, but I just know the audience is going to love this episode. So if there was ever an opportunity to have you sit in as a co-host, I would love to have you. You always have a place with us here at the Prime Real Estate Network Podcast. Thank you. I'm going to take and you up on that. Please, thank you, because I would love to have you, because this conversation, I think we could carry this conversation on for another hour, hour and a half. So I want to thank you so much, because I know how Thursdays are, and mm -hmm. I know how Houston traffic can be. Everyone out there in the audience, I want to thank you so much for tuning into the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. As always, if you need anything, I'm just a text, call, email, or direct message away. In the meantime, in between time, everyone in our audience, please, until next Thursday, be safe and be blessed.